Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, it's all about renewable energy, recycling, clean air, and new technology that's going to make all that possible. Recycling has gotten a whole lot harder over the past few years as China refuses to take a lot of the waste we used to ship over there. In Akron, for example, the city advises us to just throw glass in the trash because they can no longer recycle it economically. In addition, some county doesn't want you to shred documents at home and put them in the recycling anymore because they say the small paper bits gum up the works at the recycling center. But that's small potatoes compared to all the really big stuff that can't ever be recycled, like car dashboards and the insides of airplanes. Until now, there hasn't really been anything you could actually do with them other than throw them in the trash. But all that's changing, according to Dr. Ika Manis, who is a professor of advanced materials and energy at Case Western University. Polymers can be classified into thermoplastics and thermosets. Thermoplastic materials are plastic materials which can be recycled once they become waste by conventional processing methods such as extrusion or injection molding. However, thermoset materials cannot be recycled. The reason is that thermoset polymers have a three-dimensional network which conveys to those materials very good properties. But at the same time, it is not possible by conventional technology methods uh, to recycle them. And so they end up being waste. They end up being in landfills or they can be burned. So there is no real, for the time being, there is no other way to recycle thermoset materials. And Just as an example, thermoset materials can be used in aircrafts, in automotive uh, industry, in construction. They are extremely strong, durable, but because of their three-dimensional permanent network, they cannot be recycled by conventional methods. I see. So if I'm looking at a car, maybe like, are we talking maybe a car bumper or maybe like the external part of an airplane, stuff like that? Yes, and not only the external, but also the internal. So the walls, uh, perhaps in an aircraft and maybe some of the dashboard in the car. Those are very strong materials and they are made usually by by, uh, using thermosets. This new kind of recycling technology that you have, can you explain what it involves and why it's different than what's currently being used? Currently, as I said, there are no real uh, methods to convert the thermoset materials into other reusable resins or polymers. Our technology, which was developed by Dr. Liang Yu and myself, allows to change those thermoset materials into a powder resin, which can be then processed by extrusion, injection molding, or compression molding. So. What it entails is that you break down 
you grind the thermoset resin or the thermoset composite and you usually grind them and use them in a bowl mill uh, together with a catalyst. And by doing so, you convert the permanent crosslink network into a dynamic network. Oh, that sounds great. So let me ask you this. Would this process, if it became widespread, one, help save money, and two, help save or reduce the amount of petrochemicals or oil-based chemicals? That's exactly right. So if this technology gets widespread, it will eliminate the enormous amount of thermoset waste. So in other words, you will eliminate the plastic waste, which is more and more difficult to landfill or to burn. It will reduce the cost of new materials, which have to be generated using oil. So it will, will definitely be an enormous cost saving. Dominion Energy recently announced the successful installation of the two-turbine, 12-megawatt Coastal Virginia Offshore Wind Pilot Project, 27 miles off Virginia Beach. It's the first offshore wind farm to be installed in federal waters and the second one to be constructed in the United States. They're being tested now, and once they're energized later on this summer, Dominion says the wind turbines will provide enough clean, renewable energy to power 3,000 Virginia homes. Meanwhile, emerging energy generation technology using ocean waves is making big waves in the tech sector. Rich On reports. Ocean waves have vast energy potential. In its lifetime, a large storm can release energy that is the equivalent to 10,000 nuclear bombs. According to an investigation by the UC Berkeley School of Engineering, the Electric Power Research Institute estimates the total wave energy resource along the United States coastline at 2,640 terawatt hours per year. One terawatt hour per year can supply more than 93,000 typical U.S. homes with power annually. Harnessing wave power is more complex than the process of converting other renewable energy sources like wind or sun into electricity. Wave heights and frequencies can vary wildly over time and from shoreline to shoreline. Seawater is highly corrosive and storms can turn reliable, predictable waves into machinery-destroying, battering rams. One solution to development works off wave energy below the surface. It's called the wave carpet, an idea conceived by Reza Alam, an assistant professor of mechanics engineering at Berkeley. His research into how muddy seabeds absorb wave energy led him to explore how a mechanical device might convert that energy into electricity. The concept involves a modified seabed where a flexible membrane runs the length of each wave carpet, undulating in response to passing waves, absorbing much of their energy, just as muddy seafloors do. Several devices can also be sighted together on one shoreline to power one or more turbines. Another design variation captures energy from wave undulations above the surface. The devices are known as floaters, where where the incoming energy is absorbed by an elongated floating body and transmitted to a generator by a belt system. The system can be adjusted to changing environmental conditions so that energy output is maximized and loads are limited. To protect the system in heavy storms, the floater can be lowered to a depth with calmer waters. I'm Rich On, and this is your Green Air Minute. For more on this and other ocean energy innovations, visit greenairradio.com.
Because of the rapid buildup of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, scientists are desperately looking for viable solutions to pull them back out. Now, a new study finds that a simple agricultural technique might go a long way toward solving the problem. CBS News meteorologist and climate specialist Jeff Baradelli. The burning of fossil fuels has increased carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere by 50% since the 1800s. Those are levels that we have not seen in millions of years. This is warming the earth and is going to eventually threaten our way of life. Now, in order to prevent the worst impacts of climate change, we not only have to reduce emissions, but we also have to pull billions of tons of carbon dioxide back out of the atmosphere. This is no easy task, but a major study just released from the University of Sheffield in England shows big promise for a carbon removal technique that entails adding crushed rock dust to farmland. If it's deployed globally, the solution could draw down 2 billion tons of carbon dioxide from the air per year. That's more emissions than from the global aviation and shipping industry combined, and a significant percentage of the carbon capture required to help meet key international climate targets. The rock dust can be made from volcanic rock or unused materials from mining and the construction industry. So the researchers say it's a practical solution because the materials, technology, and infrastructure already exist. Now, this plan is made more feasible because farmers have shown increased interest in recent years in being part of the solution to climate change through practices like sustainable farming. And scientists say this technique can even boost soil health and food production as well. While this solution is still years off, the sustainable community is buzzing about its potential. Jeff Berardelli, CBS News. That's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.